hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun, fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, busy, vibrant moms. I'm so excited I get to talk to you today from the corner of my bedroom. Super fun. So today I am over the moon excited because I get to talk about a topic that somebody posted on our Facebook group. I asked if anybody had anything they wanted to learn more about or they had an issue that they wanted some fun solution for with some tips and tricks. So today's episode talking about how to get your kids out of the house without a fight to get into the car, to get where you need to go in three easy steps. So fun, right? I believe some of this I've touched on in other episodes, but we'll go ahead and just expand it a little and talk about how to do this in three easy steps. Kids are often crazy, right? Do you have a hard time getting everyone in the car with all the right stuff and where they need to be in all the right places at the right time? Do you feel like you just fought a war when you finally start the car? When you go to sit down and you just take a deep breath and start the car? It feels exhausting almost because you've already run a roller coaster. If you have ever gone through that emotional uh, ups and downs, several times in the morning, fought over outfits, forgotten shoes or socks or jackets or other articles of clothing that didn't even belong to you or only realized as you pulled out of the driveway that you forgot to eat anything, you haven't had breakfast and that you left your coffee in the kitchen. Oh goodness. Hello girl. Welcome. You are in good, good company. I have done all those things multiple times so challenging to get everyone in the car and ready to go, let alone to get to the location that you need to be on time with all the stuff and all the people. Some moms make it look so easy. I know they show up with their hair all gorgeous in a cute outfit, drinking coffee and smiling as their kids pile out of their car. Do you want to know their secret? I think I have a couple quick tips that might help you out. Here are three easy tricks to get your crazy kids out of the door and still feel like you can face the world instead of crawling into a hole or a cave. Just saying. Number one is to be prepared. 
The more prepared you are beforehand, the less likely everything will go wrong. There may be two or three things that go wrong, but not everything. The night before, get as much ready as you can. That means setting out clothes that your child might agree upon. I know we have one kid who doesn't care. If I put two t-shirts out, he'll wear both of them because I put them out versus deciding one or the other. I happen to know he loves wearing super warm clothes. So he will wear a sweatshirt all day long. My goal for him is to just give him wick away clothes that can support him, keep him nice and cozy during the day, but also that he can sweat in because he won't take them off. One of our other kiddos, our oldest one, she likes to get her own clothes. And as long as they are outfit appropriate and they don't look too short or too low or too inappropriate, she can wear them even if they don't match. Even if one sock is blue and one sock is orange, she can wear them. You have to have some some consequences, but at some point you just say, look, they've got a shirt, they've got shorts, it works. So be lenient with your kids about what they want to wear, but if it's a real big issue and they just hate getting dressed and they hate clothes, try to pick them out with your child the night before and say, hey, let's pick out what you want to wear. You pick it. You pick what you want to wear the night before, put them out. Then tomorrow morning you'll be all ready and you just put on those clothes that you've already decided. It makes it a lot less hassle in the morning. Definitely pack lunches the day before or maybe the evening before. I usually like to pack our kids lunches during dinner the day before because I'm already getting a lot of the same foods out that I would put in their lunch for dinner. And so it makes it easy to have it all out on the counter. I pack up their lunches the night before, put them in the fridge, and then the next morning they know to pull them out and put an ice pack in them and put them in their backpack. And if they don't do that in time, and we're running short of time, myself or my husband or maybe even one of the other kids who's done early will help the other two by putting in their ice pack, zipping up their lunch. But the point is it's all ready to go. It takes no time to get it all together. It's just a grab and go kind of situation. So it minimizes extra stuff you have to do that morning when you're in a rush. Definitely packing their backpacks with all the items that they need the night before. This has been a huge thing, making sure that all their homework is in there, anything they need to bring to school. Our middle guy now wears glasses, and so he takes those to school, and they actually just stay at school the whole week. But we have to remember Monday morning to bring them. And sometimes our daughter has different projects or different things she's got to bring. This week, it has been Teacher Appreciation Week, which we have loved because I am over the moon thankful for these teachers. Now that our kids are going back to school, this is the first week they all are going back to school in person. So it's so exciting and has just freed up the mental stress of trying to wear that virtual teacher's hat as a mom and also get stuff done. So I am overly thankful for these teachers, but it is quite interesting to bring something different for each teacher each morning. So we set out a grid on the table with sticky notes that says what 
child on one side and then it has on the very top the list of what days and then in each little section we put what they need to bring each day for each teacher and so now all I have to do when I get home from the gym is look to see okay what day is it and then as I follow the grid over who needs to bring what we could put it in their backpack and be good to go but everything's all ready to go I don't have to go searching around the house to find a gift for the teacher. We don't have to find a gift card or all that kind of stuff. It's already all laid out, easy peasy. So it's a grab and go kind of thing, except we did give some flowers. So we had to remember to go cut a couple quick flowers and wrap them up and take them with us, which wasn't too bad. But definitely if you have their backpacks packed the night before, anything that they need to do that's in their backpacks, everything should be ready to go. Also, put anything that you need in the car. If you're going to run errands after you drop them off from whatever location they're going to, if they're going to soccer and you know you're going to need the soccer bag that has all the soccer stuff, put that in the car. I was going to go to the library. So the night before I got all the library books ready and everything ready to go. Anything that you are going to need that morning, put it in the car the night before. Just stick it in there, have it all ready to go so that you don't have to do anything with all that stuff and you have less stuff to think about in the morning, the less you have to get done, to get going, to put in the car, the better. Also, if you're planning to maybe grab a granola bar for your breakfast, you can put that in the car. If you're planning to grab a shake in the morning, maybe put that out on the counter so you remember, grab a shake and leave your coffee cup right next to it. If you tend to forget your coffee cup, put your keys right next to the coffee cup so that you remember, okay, here's my breakfast and make sure you get that in the car. So number one is be prepared. All these things that we've talked about, you can do ahead of time. Whatever you can do ahead of time. Laying out clothes, packing up the car, packing up lunches, packing up backpacks, all those things. Do the day before so that you don't have to do them the morning of and it gets super stressful. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you wanna gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number two, be flexible. Even though you may have everything prepared the night before, something will inevitably go wrong. Someone will forget some socks, a school project, their lunch. Inevitably, something will go wrong. We just had this occur the other day. I got home from the gym. I had about 15 minutes to get the kids together after they were eating breakfast, load everything into the car. And I found out that they apparently had a very hard morning with daddy. Our youngest one could not find anything to wear. He couldn't find any pants. He tried on all of his pants and he couldn't find any. And he was super frustrated. 
So instead of arguing that the pants I put out the night before were fine and he should just put them on, I quickly ran upstairs, grabbed a clean set of pants out of the dryer and said, here you go, put these on. The problem was solved and soon we were on our way. But being flexible, just having the ability to say, okay, if you don't want to wear that, great, wear this. If you don't want to wear those socks, great, wear these socks. Make a choice, we got to go. Being flexible is key. Things may not work the same way as you were intending. Just roll with it. Don't take too much grief. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just roll with it. Number three, after you have been prepared, you've gotten everything ready or as much as you can the night before, you're flexible to solve those problems that come up in the morning. Hopefully there will not be very many because you've prepared the night before. Number three is to give yourself some extra margin and extra time. I have found that (laughs) I start yelling at the kids when I am spiraling out of control as the clock starts to tick down and my kids still aren't ready. Have you been there? They're still eating the same cereal that they've been eating 10 minutes ago and you need to hop in the car, right? And you're like, everything's ready. We got to go. Come on. And they're still trying to eat their cereal. I find that is the time where I start yelling and getting more upset and anxious that we've got to go. So give yourself some more time. Get up early. I know it's painful, but you have to get up at some point in the morning. And it's a whole lot easier to be ahead of the train versus being behind the train trying to catch it or being run over by the train. Getting your kids up early is also a must because then they have a bit more time to do their thing, take their time, get themselves up, and everybody will be a little bit happier. Our daughter likes to sleep in till the very last minute possible, but she gets herself up and ready. She does her thing. She knows exactly when she has to wake up which is fine. Our boys like to get up eh, within a good amount of time. They bring books downstairs and then they read their books as they're eating, which slows them down, but they enjoy it. And so it slows down our morning. So if they don't get up on time and have this kind of mm, gentle chill time before they have to jump out the door, they are in a far better mood if they can have their own little sequence of steps that they like to do. Figure out, according to your kid, how they like to do their morning and then plan appropriately. But definitely don't stop the train. Just keep moving through your morning routine. So that means start yourself getting ready and then make sure the kids have started to get up. Usually I'm up at the gym and my husband, who's amazing, gets our kids up. So he gets up out of bed and he goes and wakes them up. Okay, time to get moving, time to get going. Daddy's gonna jump in the shower. He takes a shower, and then after he shower, he goes and checks on them. All right, are you moving? It's time to get moving. Head on downstairs. Then they get dressed, make their beds, and then they head downstairs to the kitchen. He finishes up getting ready, and then he heads on downstairs too, usually calling at my daughter. Okay, come on, we only have a few minutes, time to get ready, time to head down for breakfast. But definitely don't stop the train. Just keep moving through your morning routine. Make sure that your kids are up, 
that they're dressed, reminding them to head down to the kitchen and to start eating, finishing getting yourself together, and then keep moving down towards the kitchen, reminding your kids to eat. My husband makes them some eggs so they have a good breakfast, so they're having some protein. We found that really helps because then they don't get super hungry during the day and they're able to just connect and go through their day a little bit easier. So we make some eggs for them. The youngest one does not like to eat them and that's okay. We get him to eat a couple bites and that's good enough. The other ones eat eggs and eat some cereal, read their books. And so we just move through our morning having them eat. And then once they've started eating, I usually get home around that point. I'm helping pack up the car. If I wasn't there, my husband would probably continue getting them to eat, packing up the car as you're reminding them to eat, getting yourself together, get everything you need in the car. And then once somebody is finished, let's say they're done eating, they need to go to the bathroom and head on into the garage to grab their shoes and hop in the car. It doesn't matter which person's done first. They're gathering up their stuff, heading on into the car. And the next one, heading on into the car. And the next one, heading on into the car. What if a kid cries or throws themselves on the floor in a fit of rage? Yeah, I'm sure you haven't had this happen. Just me. I usually talk softly to the kids, remind them just to get ready and eat breakfast, but I keep moving. I don't linger over the crying child. I just say, okay, you know what? Let's finish up, finish doing what you're doing. When you're calmed down, go ahead and finish eating breakfast, but we need to go soon, so we're gonna keep going. What if a kid refuses to get dressed? You say, okay, you can go like you are. You just grab their clothes, you put them in the car, and then you let them know that we are leaving in about 15 minutes, whether you are dressed or not. And you let them decide whether they wanna get dressed here at home or they would like to get dressed in the car. Have I dressed a kid in the car, in the parking lot at a school? Yes. Do they like it? No. So then the next time they decide, oh, well maybe I'll get dressed before we leave. So you use these small little cues to allow them to have options within a space, within a boundary, to say, we're still leaving in 15 minutes, but you can decide if you want to stop crying and eat breakfast, or if you just want to sit there on the floor. Or you can say, that's great. If you don't want to get dressed, that's fine. We're going to take your clothes. So you can either get dressed here or you can get dressed at school. Moving on, if your kid refuses to eat breakfast, like we have one child who refuses to eat his eggs, as I said, sometimes he'll eat a couple bites and then he makes himself throw up, which is always super fun. I can't eat them, they're awful. But the other two children have already eaten their eggs, they're all fine, we know there's nothing actually wrong with him or with the eggs. However, he just refuses to eat them and then throws up. So you say, that's okay, we're leaving in about 15 minutes. Get a glass of water, and if you change your mind, that's fine, but you will get hungry. So think about it. It's your choice. Don't force the issue. Don't get freaked out. Don't lose your cool. Just let them decide. If they miss breakfast, they're not going to die. It's one meal. And then maybe the next day, they'll be more likely to eat. So you just say, that's fine. Don't eat breakfast. All right, if you're ready, hop in the car. Hopefully, these three easy steps of making sure that you're prepared the night before 
anything you can do the night before, anything you can put in the car the night before, backpacks, get everything ready. Being flexible in the morning, knowing that something will go wrong inevitably, but to be flexible. And number three, to give yourself some margin. Give yourself some time, give yourself a nice deep breath, but keep that train rolling. Know that, all right, we gotta get out of the house by this time, let's go. We actually try to get out of our house about 15 minutes early or so. We try to leave for school about 7.50 and school starts at eight o'clock between 8 and 8 10 so then we drop off our first one around that time the kids have enjoyed getting to school early so they will usually comply and hop in the car but even if we are running a little bit late since we tend to leave 10 minutes early we're not stressed out because we can get there on time and it's all fine so definitely as you leave yourself some margin build in a little bit extra time to get to where you're going Hopefully these three steps will help you get out of the house on time with what you need, even with crazy kids. This is not to say that sometimes you won't have hot mess mornings, which definitely happens still, but they should be minimized as you're able to work through these steps. Your kids will become accustomed to this routine and they'll work through things and they'll realize this is how it goes in the morning and the train's not stopping. You can decide what you want to decide, but this is how it goes and we're heading on to school. As always, please, please come join the Facebook group, post anything that you are interested in helping to solve any problems that you have that you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have this problem I run into every day and I can't seem to find a solution or workaround or some tips and tricks to save my sanity and make your day far more vibrant so that when you do things like this, like you get in the car, you have your coffee, you have your breakfast, everybody's in the car, knowing where you're going to go, and you can take a deep breath and start your day versus feeling like you want to crawl into a cave and cry. Definitely come on over to the Facebook group and join us leave any kind of comment. Let me know what you're thinking. And I would love to connect with you over there. As always, if you have liked this show, please leave a review. It just lights me up and makes my day. So I love that. If you are able to leave a review, other moms and other people can find this podcast far easier. And it is just so much fun. And As we end, go and have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!